Cinnabuds is brought to you by Associated Bank and Steinhoffel. Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies talking about cinema. Hey! Oh boy! Cinnabuds! <laughs> My sound effects are very low budge. <laughs> I am 88.9's Justin Barney. I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. Today, we are talking about musicians who have become actors. Yeah. And then we're going to do actors who have done songs in movies. Oh, I like that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're not talking about musicals here. No. I'd say musicals do not count. Yeah. Straight up don't count. Sure, that's cheating. That's cheating. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like musicians who have... They got to show their chops they gotta in show the their acting chops. world. All right. Who is your number one? Who do you want to talk I about mean, the most? I mean, I feel like I'm going to steal yours. Oh, uh, steal ours? Let's oh, do it. Yeah. Tom Waits. Oh, yeah. Where's that bell? I'm dinging it. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Tom Waits, my uh, favorite yeah. musician. Yeah. And your favorite musician? I think so, yeah. He's up there. Like, he's in the top five for me. Yeah. And but also, I love, first of all, his the same reason I love watching him in movies is the same reason I love his music. His voice is so specific. So what is your what's your favorite Tom Waits role? Oh, that's well the funny thing is that um the role I like him in there's two things. Dracula when he plays Renfield. Oh, he's so good in Dracula. It's a, it's a movie I hate. I hate the movie <laughs> so much. Yeah. Uh, Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula when I was a kid I was so excited about it and I was so disappointed. However, Gary Oldman is uh, Dracula was amazing and could not have picked a better Renfield than Tom Waits. And then recently, uh, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs that just came out, the Coen Brothers film. He definitely had the best part in that, just because else, of him. Yeah, who else is going to play an old gold prospector than Tom Waits? I always think like Tom Waits has this like romance about him that is just like bursting to get out. And in these roles, you could just feel kind of like, I always feel like how big his heart is, yeah, you know? Yeah. And he, he really brings that to each one of his roles. I mean, I remember seeing him uh, in the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus, and he played the devil, and it was kind of like the role that he's always meant to play, because he just, like, he puts a little bit of mustard on everything, and he's just, like, a little bit turned up on everything, and he does a great role in that. He's... He's got a great role in Seven Psychopaths that I loved him in. Yeah. Um, but I think that my favorite is his role in Down by Law. You know, I'm looking at it right now. You pulled it up on the screen, and I'm disappointed I didn't say Down by Law. Uh, Down by Law, Jim Jarmusch, he plays a DJ. Yeah. So, like, Tom White's playing DJ, very close to my heart. And in that, Jim Jarmusch knows, and he, like, sings a little song. Yeah. And that, to me, That's that ridiculous. is when I melt. Yeah. You know, he's got... He is acting, and he's got all these lines, and then he sings a song. And it's like you want him to do that thing. It's yeah. like when musicians host SNL, and you're like, you know they're going to give him a song, yeah, and you yeah. like are waiting and looking forward to it. <laughs> that is like, uh, that's Tom Waits in Down by Law. Oh, that's when he finally does do I a little song. Change my answer. Change my answer. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm, a, I'm disappointed in myself as a person. Okay. Um, we, in the long form, we're going to talk a little bit more i mean we're gonna list off a couple more of our favorites but let's do yeah. uh an actor that does a song in a movie my favorite with a bullet is eddie murphy my girl wants to party all the time <laughs> oh wait no that's wrong it's that not is, from a movie that's not from a movie i don't care i'm listing it <laughs> okay eddie murphy made a, had a little stint as a musician and My Girl Wants to Party All the Time is one of the funniest songs in the world. It I don't care if it wasn't is. a movie. I got to Google it. Maybe it was. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking more about 
actors that do songs and movies and musicians that act. And also we're going to talk about more fun stuff that is coming up to movies in the future. Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Associated Bank, proud supporter of Milwaukee Film, offering support year-round through Milwaukee Film Checking. More about Associated Bank's commitment to Milwaukee Film at associatedbank.com slash mkefilm. Member FDIC. Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Steinhoffel's Furniture, fourth-generation family-owned furniture and mattress retailer serving southeastern Wisconsin since 1934. Steinhoffels offers leather and upholstery, dining and bedroom furniture, plus fireplaces and mattresses. Online shopping at steinhoffels.com. Okay, and oh, we're back. Hi. Okay, okay, Paul, you're talking about Eddie Murphy, my girl wants to party out of town. So great. But I want to talk about when actors do songs in movies. Right. There are a couple of examples that leap to my mind that yeah. I absolutely love. Like the scene in Cool Hand Luke yeah. where he sings, where Paul Newman sings Plastic Jesus. Oh, I don't remember that scene. I love that movie. I can't, why am I blanking on that scene? I don't think I can. They're, sitting, they're sitting in these cots and he has this banjo and he starts to do. Okay. Oh, I see. If the rain's oh, free, yeah, yeah, yeah. as long as I got. A plastic Jesus sitting <laughs> on the dashboard of my car. It's like it's like he's here with us. <laughs> I love that song so much that I ripped the version from YouTube. Yeah. But did YouTube to MP3, oh and gosh. then the like sound <laughs> levels were off, and I took it into Adobe Audition, and I equalized it, and I like tidied it up, and then I put it on my phone. Then I put it over so the scene in the movie where I've also superimposed my face <laughs> over his face. That is, that and moments like that are things that I love. It's like I don't weirdly for being the music director of a radio station. I don't like super love musicals. Yeah. Or it's not a thing that I'm like, I love musicals. That's my thing. Yeah. Um, but I love moments when movies have songs. Yeah. Because I think that in a musical where it's like the music kind of is the point of the whole thing. Yeah. And then like the plot is there to facilitate these songs. A lot of times like that does not appeal to me. Yeah, those are the kind of musicals I don't like, but I do like musicals. I realize I, I, I often said I don't like musicals, and then I realize I just like the ones that are more. I, I have done yeah. that too. Hedwig I, where and, I had like had a blanket statement where I was yeah. like, I don't like musicals, and then I was like, Who am I? What, but he, what am I? Hedwig and, the, Hedwig and the Angry Inch is one of my favorite Which, movies. Seriously, one of the greatest of all time. The so songs good. Are amazing. And the songs are, should have been nominated for Oscars, and they weren't, and that's stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, but that movie, that's a great example of like that. The music and that story are perfect for each other, and John Cameron Mitchell like nails it. Yes, my other favorite actor who sings a song in a movie, yeah. also a musician though. Steve Martin in The Jerk. 
Oh, and Bernadette Peters. And Bernadette Peters. 100%. There, there's a scene on the beach where he breaks out the ukulele, yeah. and then they do the song. And I watched the jerk with director commentary sure. <laughs> from Steve Martin. And he was he was talking about, or maybe it was Born Standing Up, and he was doing the, either way, yeah. either one. Steve Martin was talking to me. And <laughs> um, and he, he was like, he was saying how he was really looking forward to that moment, and he saw it with a whole bunch of people, and um, he, he couldn't wait because it's this funny movie, and then it has this moment of sincerity mm-hmm. with this song, and he wanted to see how it played with the audience. And he was like, and then this part comes and I feel vulnerable. I'm this musician. I'm doing this thing that kind of felt close. And everyone got up and got popcorn and went to the bathroom. (laughs) And he was like, so disappointed at the audience reaction. But that it it is one of my favorite parts. That is really good. I will say the other favorite part in that movie, which is also a song, is the thermos song that he sings in the bathtub. Sing it every single time I use a thermos. Yeah. I'm picking out a thermos for you. Not an ordinary thermos for you, but the very best thermos you can buy with a cup and a handle and straw built right in. (laughs) I'm picking out a thermos for you and maybe a barometer too. And what else can I buy so on me you'll realize a rear-end thermometer Oh my god, that's one of the best movies of all time. That's Last one, and this is the, I thought you meant just, I didn't know they had to sing it in the movie. I thought it was just like a soundtrack. Yeah, I kind of just dropped but it. But I will just want to mention Patrick, uh, Patrick Swayze, She's Like the Wind, oh boy. from uh, oh Dirty boy. Dancing. <laughs> when I was, I was probably like in seventh grade, or mm-hmm. maybe, oh no, earlier than that, when that came out, and... She's like the wind was like, oh, I want to slow dance mm-hmm. uh, at the homecoming dance with somebody. But she's like the wind. Mm-hmm. It's the most romantic song I'd ever heard thus far. Mm-hmm. She's like the wind through my tree. Okay, we kind of veered <laughs> off yeah, the path back of to it. musicians yeah. being actors. Let's go back. Um, I think that right now there are a lot of people doing voice acting. Sure. We saw, you know, Littlefoot and Janelle, Janelle Monet has kind of like made inroads yeah. in doing voice acting. And I like where she is headed. It's like I haven't seen too many like good movies with her. I yeah. like I think that Janelle Monet, she, I mean, she's got everything. Yeah. You know, she is the full package. And she she acted in the movie Welcome to Marwin. And it was oh, yeah, so hard right. to tell if she was good or bad because that movie was just so roundly one of the mo- worst movies that yeah, I've ever seen in my entire life. That. It just, like, did a discredit to her entire career. But um, She was in Hidden Figures. That did very well. Yes, and yeah. she was great in that. I would love to see more from Janelle Monet. Yeah. Um, who do you got, Kay Polly? Um, I mean, another one that I think is the top of the list is uh, David Bowie. Yeah. You know, The Man Who Fell to Earth? Yeah. I think that that movie without David Bowie. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I think I would not think twice about that movie. Yeah. Had he not been in it, but his presence in it makes that entire movie. I love that movie. I just, I actually didn't see it that long ago for the first time, maybe like two years ago. And it is an incredibly strange and wonderful movie. It fits him like a glove. And uh, he does a great job of being. Like essentially what we all think David Bowie is, which is an alien. True. Uh, come here to do really well. <laughs> right. And then go back home, which is exactly what he did. Uh-huh. Um, but 
he's been amazing. Man, uh, Manfield Earth Labyrinth. Um, he played Andy Warhol in Basquiat. Oh my and god! Could not be a better choice. Yeah, for that role. He's and this is why we were going to talk a little bit about why musicians turn to acting, or I, I think sometimes it's foisted upon them yeah. because. Hollywood, I mean, the, the the negative answer is, like, Hollywood takes advantage of their fan base. Like, that's a huge star. Put them in a movie. We'll guarantee it an audience. But also, these people have immense personalities and charisma. Yes. And like we were talking about, I just want to see them talk. I just want to see them interact. I find it fascinating. Um, and David Bowie is, like, top of the list when it comes to that. But he's also really good. Yeah. He does a great job. I think they know what works, you know, like yeah. doing like performing in front of a crowd every single night. You see what people like and what they don't like. And I think some of the best bring that to the movies as yeah. well. I also really like Yasin Bey, also known as Most Deaf. Oh, my God. He is. He kind of rewind. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> dude. Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> what? Which, and, uh, I totally forgot. I know. And in Ita- he was in Italian Job, which is not a great movie, but. He was really good in it. He's one of those people, again, just really charming, really great to watch. Aww. And he actually has some chops. Like, he has played, like, cool guys, He's and then he's played nerds, at the sa- uh, um, you know, within the same year. Yeah. He's he's pretty good. I'd like to see him do more stuff. Um, And then there are actors who have been musicians and then got into acting, and their acting has eclipsed them oh, as musicians. Oh, I've got a good one, but you go first. Um, I was, two, one. two come to mind. It's Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. <laughs> Marky Mark and the Funky Marky Bunch. Mark. Yeah. He was really good in I Heart Huckabees. He actually has proven himself to be a decent comedic actor, like either a good foil for like yeah. the funnier guy or like genuinely kind of funny himself. The other guys with Will uh, Ferrell, mm-hmm. I think is a hilarious movie. And the two of them together are great. Uh, I Heart Huckabees. Boogie Nights obviously was his Boogie big Nights. breakout one. But he has mostly made junk, uh, but he's had some moments. Uh, there's one called The Gambler that came out a few years ago that I thought was actually really solid. The Gambler movie. was really good. Yeah. So he has moments, but yeah, he did the Entourage movie too, so we'll <laughs> move on after that. But <laughs> that's unfortunate. Lady Gaga. In A Star is Born, yeah. I felt like, I mean, I have talked about her on this before, how I loved, loved, loved her yeah. performance on A Star is Born. Still haven't seen it. God, it was so good. She was so good. Yeah. You know, it was it was one of those roles where I think you watch it and I I was talking to my friends and they discredited the role because they were like, Oh, well that's I mean, she was just like playing her, like that's just how she is. And I was like, that is what makes her a great actor. Because yeah, you also, see that role and you think that that's just how she is. Or also, I disagree natural. strongly. Even only having seen the trailer. How she is. I disagree strongly. Hasn't seen the movie. Right. No, still, <laughs> okay. still feel solid. Here I go. Uh, just seeing the trailer. I mean, in real life, I've seen a lot of her interviews. Yeah. She's an awkward human being. Mm-hmm. Like, like her interactions are often very awkward and mildly uncomfortable. Like banter doesn't go back and forth really quick. She's like off looking at somewhere else. She was very different in uh, in the bits I've seen. So to her credit, she's great was not like herself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's not a diss either. Though. I mean, she's it's just, you know, uh, an awkward person. Yeah. 
Um, I'd like to go back to go back in time to Dolly Parton. Oh, nine to five. Uh, nine to five. Uh, Steel Magnolias. Oh, and yeah. uh, a movie that I was not allowed to watch, but I watched anyway. Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. I, also a musical. I did not watch that. Also a musical with Burt Reynolds. Wow. Why aren't you allowed to watch it? Because they had the word whorehouse in it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it was took place in a whorehouse. Dumb question. <laughs> 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 Idiot. <laughs> I mean, my parents were pretty liberal, uh, but moron. still. Uh, though she did go on, like now mostly it's just like uh, Lifetime movies about Christmas mm-hmm. or uh, like uh, yeah. Tennessee, Down Home, mm-hmm. etc. But that 80s sweet spot she was in, she was like a, like a, a great personality seeing a movie. So we've got musicians being actors, yeah, actors singing songs, yeah, and then... Uh, Every once in a while, there just will be, like, a band playing in a movie or something like that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did we forget about Jack Black in... In... In a... <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. In School of Rock? Wait, Jack Black was in School of Rock? Do I genuinely forget that? I mean, what do you count Jack Black as? Is he an actor? Is he a musician? He also, he, may, he also might be an alien. He is. He also might be an alien. Jack Black is in a school of his own. He's in a class of his own. He's a vampire. We won't even talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Um. He's excellent. Anyway, list all his credits. Wait. Oh, Jack Black. Jack Black. Duh. I thought the opposite. I thought I was thinking Jack White. Oh no. Who's the opposite of Jack Black? <laughs> Okay. Do a tour I just lost my mind for a second. Yeah. I love Tenacious D. Yeah. Um, I was thinking specifically of in the movie Wings of Desire, Nick Cave is just playing. Oh, they go yeah, to yeah, a yeah. club and Nick Cave is playing. Right. And that's one of my favorite movie moments. That is nice. Also, I love Nick Cave so hard. So, um, I, quick shout out my uh, for a band called Nostalgia. This is Sandra Nostalgia. Who was the band playing in John Wick and John Wick Two? Okay, there's a band specifically for this movie. They did. They had some movies on the soundtrack. I mean, some uh, songs on the soundtrack, and they were also playing in the background at the club. I'm only pointing them out. I'm not only pointing them out because of this, but uh, I'm uh, very good friends with her and her husband. Oh, <laughs> okay. It's exciting to see them in the. Movie. We are getting long and rambly here, so we should wrap up. I think we get. I say ten more minutes, and then we stop. All right, fine. Do you have any more? Let's just list. Oh, well, we also was thinking about people who I would love to, I would love, musicians I would love to see act more. Okay. Or act at all. Okay, musicians that you would love to see act. Who you got? Michael Stipe now. Oh. With his big beard. Oh, I want yeah. him to be a wise old something. I yes. find him, I like his look and I like his monotone voice when he speaks. Yes. Uh, Kendrick Lamar, I think, would be uh, really cool he would in a movie. Be a great actor. Yeah, I have high hopes for him. I, there's got to, people have already been asking him for sure. There's no way that it can't be. Mm-hmm. And uh, Amelia Heath from Sylvanesso. Oh my God. I would love to see her in movies. Her face looks, when I see her face, I used to be always like, is she an actress or is she a oh, musician? Yeah. And I would love to see her in movies. She's so much energy. I would love to see that, too. Yeah. Okay. Those would be some good ones. Those would be some good ones. Barbara Streisand, Frank Sinatra. Cher. Queen Latifah, Bjork. Oh, Bow Wow. Oh, Bow Wow. Uh, Lyle like Lovett. My- Lyle Lovett was in oh, two God, movies. I love Lyle Lovett. And he just was he, it's talking about somebody who's just himself in a movie. Oh, uh, yeah. Just very, uh, it was great. Mount me. Elvis. Oh, yeah. Uh, Elvis made, like, 100 movies. Yeah. Them. 
Go enjoy. Yes. All right, let's talk about things that are coming up in movies. This is kind of like the worst time for movies. Typically, yeah. Oscar season is over. Summer movie season hasn't begun. Yeah. We're just in the doldrums. But there are a couple movies that we're looking forward to. Yeah. I have sent the trailer <laughs> for the movie Penguins yeah. to Christopher multiple times without him watching it, so we just watched it together. Penguins is a Disney nature movie. I could not they- have been less interested in this until today. Yes. Antarctica. Home to the deadly leopard seal. The mighty killer whale. And Steve. It might just be the greatest trailer of all time. Now, that's my concern because that trailer is phenomenal. It's so good. So it's the trailer is, I mean, the movie is called Penguins. It's coming out on Earth Day, which is April 22nd. Yeah. And the trailer is like, it's the story of, it takes place in Antarctica, all these scary things. And then there's Steve. And (laughs) Steve is a penguin. And then Steve is looking for loves. Steve finds love, and then it's just it 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 is like a Disney trailer for the real life drama of being a penguin. And it's that classic trailer voice, Antarctica. Yes, and love it's like the it. classic trailer tropes, and it just kind of the trailer just shows you the kind of natural drama of yeah. nature. And so, hopefully, that is what we have in this movie. I mean, I. Watching nature documentaries now, it's just like, wow, they're so incredibly filmed and they take so much time and they get so much footage and they're edited so well. I could see them editing and making this thing into something that you like truly latch onto. That is the exact opposite of the Disney live animation movies where they take all the magic out. Here they are putting the magic. I'm getting worked up. Take your pills. Take those pills I told you about. (laughs) So Penguins is coming out April 22nd. I can't wait to see it. I'm going to see it the day it comes out. Yeah. Uh, also coming up, uh, Claire Denis' new movie, High Life, which is this arty space drama. I'm really excited to see with Robbie Patz. I have Robert Pattinson. I think we talked about it. Did we? Yeah, Robert Pattinson's in it. Um, but uh, she does these beautiful, beautiful films. And now this is like a departure where she's doing her take on a sci-fi movie, which will be really interesting. And then, oddly enough, I am really nuts about Detective Pikachu. Yeah, we just watched a trailer before <laughs> coming on here. And you described it, I think, very accurately. If Deadpool was clean? If Deadpool was clean. Yeah, it's not and about Deadpool. It's about Pikachu, but it's got Ryan Reynolds' voice and that same sense of humor. And it's genuinely funny, but it's not uh, as upsetting. Welcome to Rhyme City, a celebration of the harmony between humans and Pokemon. Your dad was a legend in this precinct. If you were anything like your dad... I'm not. I remember. You wanted to be a Pokemon trainer when you were young. Yeah, that didn't really work out. And you know, it's like, I don't like, I strongly dislike Deadpool because it's just so filthy it's so and just funny and wonderful. Ugh, and just, I just hate how just like needlessly vulgar it is. I, I say needfully. I am a wholesome boy. Well, 
I disagree on both counts. So uh, <laughs> this looks wholesome, and I can do it. I'm down. It does look really funny. And Detective again, Pikachu, penguins and Detective Pikachu people both told me something about it. And I was like, I don't care about what the things you're mm-hmm. saying are right now. I love And I've been turned movies. around. So, And also, uh, Criterion Channel just oh, launched. Yeah. Um, Filmstruck was kind of like the preeminent app for for films films and cinema film, cinema and uh, um filmstruck died and yeah, sadly. has been reborn as criterion channel yeah i got it i'm a subscriber a bunch of people Check like through, scrambled through to yesterday. fill in the space and i think criterion collection that one i mean it makes sense be, yeah. the criterion collection is just a curated stream of mm-hmm. um films that get reissued yeah and it's more than just the criterion whatever criterion collection has it's beyond that they work with other distributors to show independent foreign films uh independent and foreign films um and a a good variety i also have it for some reason i cannot get it to work on my laptop but uh so criterion collection if you're listening uh can you send (laughs) someone round there is kind of like i was going through it yesterday and i was like i get why filmstruck and these don't super succeed because I think that one of going through Netflix and it's like, okay, this is bad. This is bad. This is bad. Not going to watch this. Not going to watch this. Not going to watch this. And then you make like your, your list and you're like, okay, these are the good ones. These are, they're, they're the good ones seem manageable to watch and going through criterion channel. I'm just like, well, all of these are good. Yeah. You know, I guess I just have to watch all of them. And I've kind of felt like the, I felt like, a uh, an anxiety around being like, oh my god, I'm never going to be able to watch all these great films. I'm worried. My my worry is that the I agree. Criterion Collection, uh, the Criterion Channel, will be like the queue, like your Netflix queue is essentially everything you feel you are the person that would watch these. I'm the person that would watch these films. Right. When in reality, I'm watching Criminal Minds for the third time. <laughs> Like when I sit down it's and so I true. I look through my list and I'm like, oh yeah, these are great. I'll get to these, but right now, <laughs> I need to see what Baby Girl and Spencer Reed are up to. Oh, I know because I've seen it three times. Oh, uh, that's so good. <laughs> but uh, it's an aspirational channel. <laughs> it is. It certainly is. I hope to watch it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, next week, I don't know what we're talking about. Uh, probably films or film-related subjects. Yeah, okay. Thank you for listening to this very long, and we should have more of a direction when we talk. I think I talked to someone the other day who said, I love your podcast. I think it could be five to ten minutes longer. Uh, well, I think that it could be five to ten minutes shorter. Oh, <laughs> well, I guess we don't give the audience what they want. Sorry, audience. I'm used to my boss being like, don't talk so much. Don't talk so much. Don't talk so much. <laughs> Well, just that's constantly. just because what he means is he wants me to talk more. Ah, I think I that's agree. what I understand. <laughs> I agree. Okay. Thank you for listening. Uh, Cinebuds is edited gracefully. Thank you, Ooh. DJ Kenny Perez. Um, also, we get handcrafted sonic inspiration from the License oh, Lab. Sounds like a lot of work. I know. <laughs> I didn't write Jordan wrote that line, handcrafted yeah. sonic inspiration. It, it's, it's, it's nice. It looks, it's sounds nice. intense. It's great. Our theme song is from Milwaukee musician Brett Newski. I am a big fan of his bacon. <laughs> the Newsk. <laughs> I think that's a brand of bacon, good. right? That's good. Okay. Um, <laughs> we also 
get help from or sponsorship or an underwriting from Associated Bank. Ooh. And from Steinhoffel's Furniture. Ah. Mm-hmm. Thank you to members. If you are a member of Milwaukee Film or if you are a member of 88.9 Radio Milwaukee, we're in a membership drive right now. If you're not a member, you come on. Yeah, that's great. You complete me. And uh, um, thank you. Who else do we do? Thank you, Steve. Um, thank you to everyone. my mom. Thanks to Justin's mom. Debbie Barney. Mine will not thank my mom. She, knows she won't why. listen, but she always wants to be appreciated. Mm. And as everybody be. does, yeah. I want to be appreciated. Yeah. You know? So she does. So thank you, mom, for existing. If wishes were horses. I'd ride a tall one. Wow. <laughs> you had that one in your back pocket. <laughs> All right. On a very long podcast, we're getting even longer. So thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.